The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use promo code SGPNBA to get 10% off of everything in the store. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Sunday early evening, currently 5.03 on the East Coast, here to get into the new week of betting in Major League Baseball, talking about the Monday games, 11-game schedule on the docket, and we're going to break it down for you as we always do. But joining me to help me break it down on this Monday episode, you guys know him as a voice on the NFL Gambling Podcast, and of course here on the MLB Gambling Podcast in high spirits, Devils got it done. Knicks yeah. got it done. Got Sunday night baseball with the Mets, but they've been uh, crushing it on the West Coast. It's D-Rock, Dylan Rockford. What's going on, my, my man? What's going on, Munaf? Good to be with you. Yeah, good weekend. Devils got a big win. Knicks got a big win. That series is over. Uh, Mets cruising. Uh, lost yesterday, but uh, looking to close it out strong tonight, uh, Sunday night baseball. Yeah, it's an exciting weekend for uh, New York fans for sure, man. Uh, that was a great Not win. Brooklyn, though. Not Brooklyn, yeah. Not, not, not. I don't know if there's many Brooklyn Nets fans. I think the only one I know of is Scott, uh, yeah. our producer. But um, everybody else, I think they're mostly Knicks fans. But, yeah, they got the big victory uh, this morning or uh, afternoon, early afternoon, which is say, uh, against the Cavs. Like you mentioned there, they take a 3-1 uh, series lead over the Cavs. Uh, they all shift back to Cleveland. But, hey, we're here to talk about baseball uh, Dylan, 11 games are on the docket on Monday. Had some pretty good matchups over the weekend as well. I know we're still in the midst of uh, some of the games uh, for this weekend, but um, how's your betting been going, at least for the weekend? Yeah, it's been pretty good uh, last couple of days. So last week I am 28 and 24. I'm up a unit. Uh, props have been going good. I went 4-2 and two yesterday, 3-2 and two today. So a little small profit there, just still uh, changing my numbers a little bit and getting the hang of things. But uh, overall, good weekend. How about you? Yeah, it hasn't been too bad. I had uh, two home run props. I I rarely play home run props, but I had uh, uh, Hunter Renfro yesterday and then also uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. yesterday. They I both saw cashed. you tweet out Tatis, and then he hit it. I go, Munaf yeah. really hit that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. You know who does a good job at home run props as well? Uh, our friend Adam uh, Rosenberg as well. Yeah, he does really good as well. He puts, he puts out his props every single day as well. Uh, so make sure you uh, guys follow him as well. I think he's at Hey. Uh, Rosenberg uh, in on Twitter. So again, if not, just hop into the Discord, guys. It's a yeah. great time to hop in. The conversations always pop in, uh, whether it's uh, for MLB, NBA, MMA, hockey. All the channels are usually popping, especially around this time. Um, all right, guys. So let's dive into this Monday schedule, Dylan. Eleven games on the schedule, like I mentioned. Uh, first game on the board. It is going to be. A 6-10 Eastern star. We have the Colorado Rockies. They are traveling to Cleveland to take on the Guardians. Uh, projected pitchers in this game I am seeing will be Austin Gomber for the uh, Colorado Rockies. And Cal Quantrill gets a start for the Cleveland Guardians. 
Currently, I'm seeing lines uh, plus 165 for the Colorado Rockies, minus 195 favorites currently for the Cleveland Guardians. Total set at eight. Looks like it's on the move to about eight and a half, guys. I see Vig of minus 125 on the over eight right now. Run line minus one and a half, plus 105 for the Guardians, and plus one and a half, minus 125 for the Colorado Rockies. Uh, Dylan, lead us off Rockies versus Guardians. Yeah, besides fading the Rockies on the road, which we love to do, we also got to fade uh, Austin Gomber as well, man. He's awful. He's failed to uh, get past the third inning in two straight games. He's just not a guy I could put my money on right now. Qual Control, he's been getting better in each of his last two starts. I trust him way more than Gomber. Rockies 1-9 and nine in their last 10. Guardians got a nice win today against the Marlins. So, you know, I think this might be a good spot for them. Rockies traveling, uh, Guardians staying home. I, I'll take the Guardians here on the run line. You get plus money as well, so I'll take a stab there. Yeah, I, I love the Guardians on the run line here as well. I mean, you just mentioned it. Austin Gomber just has not good so far this season. 0-4 with a 12-12 ERA. Uh, they've lost all four of his starts, um, have the Rockies, and they've lost three out of his four games at least by two runs. Uh, the only uh, win they – or sorry, the only loss – that they didn't win by more more than one run was against the Washington Nationals back on April 8th. But I do trust Cal Quantrill more at home. I know we've talked about him a lot on the pod here, Dylan, but uh, he's been pretty good so far this season as well. Uh, one and one record, but he does have a 4.15 ERA. Um, I guess it is a little bit inflated because of that first start against Seattle uh, this season. Yeah. But he bounced back nicely in his last start, six innings pitched, uh, six shutout innings, I should say, pitched. And I do trust him more in Cleveland. So I'm right there with you. This line is probably going to move to a minus favorite on that mm-hmm. run line. So if you're listening to this earlier, if you're listening uh, or watching us live right now, I would definitely hop on that plus 105, plus 107 is what I see for the Guardians run line. Uh, all right, let's get over to the next game of the night here. We have a 635 Eastern start. It's going to be a AL East matchup between the Boston Red Sox and the um, Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Chris Sale is going to get the start here for the Boston Red Sox and for the Baltimore Orioles. It will be Dane Kramer. Looking at the lines for this matchup, I am seeing the Red Sox are a slight favorite at minus 120. Uh, Orioles are at even money right now. Total set at eight with a little bit of big towards the over at minus 115. Run line minus one and a half plus 140 for the Red Sox and plus one and a half minus 165 for the Baltimore Orioles at home. Uh, Dylan, Red Sox, Orioles, AL East matchup. What are you thinking? Yeah, I got two plays in this one. I'll take a stab at the home puppy, plus 110 uh, for – I got a plus 110 for the Orioles. Still even money. I still like them. I made them a minus 110 favorite. Uh, my favorite play is the over eight. I made my, my line's 12.4. So two wow. bad pitchers who have both over a six ERA on the season. Look what the birds did to Chris Sale in his first start. Seven runs, three innings. Every game uh, Chris Sale has started, the Red Sox have been in a shootout, and, they, and they've gone over this number. And Dean Kramer on the other other hand he's had only one good start three of his other four have gone over this number both teams they're just over teams in general 15 and 7 for boston towards the over the birds 11 8 and 1 towards the over it's just it's just how these team plays they just get in shootouts decent lineups but not the greatest pitching so i just got to continue to ride here with the over uh and i do think the birds are a little better here at home so love the over and i'll take a stab at even money with uh, uh baltimore yeah, I um, was a little bit confused when I just read off that number eight on the total as well. 
Dean Kramer or Kramer, however you want to say it, against the Red Sox in his career, Dylan, 0-4 with a 7.76 ERA. Yeah. Um, and like you mentioned, Chris Sale uh, faced these Orioles earlier this month uh, where he got absolutely blasted by them. So, yeah, I love the over eight on this as well. Red Sox bats have come alive a little bit. I know they scored, I think, uh, they put up a 12 spot today against the Milwaukee Brewers, one of the better uh, pitching uh, staffs, I guess you could say, in the entire M. But let's have collided a little bit. They will be traveling from Boston to Baltimore. Um, not a huge, significant road trip, but I, I don't trust either one of these pitchers. So I agree with you about the over eight uh, between these two pitchers. Uh, all right, before we continue the conversation here for the uh, Monday schedule, let me tell everyone about Underdog Fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. The NBA and NHL playoffs are here. And what better way to get down on some player prop parlays than over at Underdog Fantasy? Besides daily NHL, NBA, and MLB games, they've also already got NFL best ball drafts with a guaranteed half a million in prizes. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. Again, that's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, Dylan, let's get next game on the board. We have a matchup between maybe two of the better uh, American League teams here. We have the Houston Astros. They are going to be heading to Tampa take on the best team early in this season. That's going to be the Tampa Bay Rays. I am seeing projected pictures of uh, Jose Arcady for the Houston Astros and Todd Bradley for the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, Houston, uh, Houston Rockets, Houston Astros, <laughs> plus 110 on the money line, minus 130 for the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. Over under set at eight with a little bit of victory over at minus 120. Run line, Minus one and a half plus 160 for the Tampa Bay Rays and plus one and a half minus 190 for the Houston Astros. Um, Tampa Bay Rays right now 13 and 0 at home. They have a team coming in to their uh stadium here, Dylan, that has kind of been their kryptonite, especially in the yeah. playoffs. Do you think they stay undefeated in this game, or do you uh, the Astros finally break that streak? Hey, I got to ride with the Rays here at home. I got them a minus 125. Still like it at minus 130. I got, I made them a minus 140 favorite. I'm a bit, I'm big fan of Tajah Bradley. Two very solid outings from the kid. Going five innings in each game, only two walks. Strikeouts are high as well. He struck out nine and eight. So I think he's going to be better than your Queedy right now. And after that hiccup against the Blue Jays in his last start, I don't know if I really want to back him here on the road against the best team. So he's too inconsistent for me. I definitely need to back the the Rays here. They're undefeated, like you said, 13-0. and 0. I think their offense is buzzing a little more. Short number here, but I'll take a stab. I'm high on Bradley, so I'm going to go Rays here. Astros are the um, number one team as far as team strikeout percentage against right-handed pitching. Let me double-check that. So actually, over the last two weeks, the Astros are number... Okay, I was wrong about that. Uh, let me... Okay, hold on. Let me double-check this because I swear I thought the Astros were up there. Uh, over the last two weeks, Astros are number 28. So, I, okay, I was probably looking at something else. But nonetheless, I think you're correct that Todd Bradley has been really solid um, so far this season. He's played pretty good or faced pretty good offenses. At least in his first start, he went up against the Red Sox where he did go five innings, allowed three earned runs in that start. 
eight strikeouts in that game. And then against the Reds in his last start, five and a third, three hits and nine strikeouts. So um, definitely a strikeout pitcher. And the walks are not a concern either here for him as well, because he's only given up two walks in the two starts, one in each start so far. Astros are coming off of, uh, did I, did they sweep the Braves this weekend? The mistake. Uh, yeah, they did. They did. Okay. Yeah, so, um, I mean, yeah, I think that the Astros will get one of these games. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure it'll be this first one on Monday night because they are in a travel situation as well. Um, so I'll, I'm going to go with the Rays with you as well, minus 130. Definitely look for Todd Bradley uh, strikeout props as well uh, in this game. Like Dylan mentioned, he's had uh, at least eight in both starts so far uh, this season for the Tampa Bay Rays. All right, uh, next game on the board here, D-Rock. We've got a 640 Eastern start. It's going to be the Texas Rangers. They are headed to Cincinnati to take on the Reds. Uh, Nathan Avaldi gets a start for the Texas Rangers, and Nick Lodolo, left-handed pitcher, is on the mound for the Cincinnati Reds. Minus 110 both ways on the money line. Total is set at 8.5 with a little bit of big towards the over at minus 115. Run line minus one and a half plus one fifty for the Texas Rangers and uh plus one and a half minus one seventy-five for the Cincinnati Reds. Um Evaldi so far this season, Dylan, two and two, five point four zero ERA, twenty-four strikeouts, four walks. Uh he's had one bad start, which was against the Royals on the road. Other than that, he's been pretty solid for this um Texas Rangers pitching staff. Three of his four starts have actually produced 11 or more combined runs. So um, three and one to the over in his starts. Nicola Dolo, like I mentioned, left-handed pitcher for the Cincinnati Reds. Two and one with a 4.98 ERA. Another strikeout pitcher. 31 strikeouts so far this season. He has given up seven walks as well. Um, He also had one bad start, which was in his last start against the Tampa Bay Rays. I don't know how much stock we want to put into that because, again, the Rays are just the best team right now. They're just crushing everybody. Um, Rangers haven't been swinging the bat well against left-handed pitching. I'll say that much, despite them having uh, hot bats this weekend against the Oakland A's. But then again, who's not having hot bats against them? Yeah. Uh, over the last two weeks against left-handed pitching, Rangers number 22 in WRC+, plus, number 25 in batting average, number 23 in OPS, and number 3 in team strikeout percentages. So... Alalini actually with the Reds in this spot here, despite how well the Rangers have been swinging the bat. But um, those numbers kind of against left-handed pitching is what really stood out to me. That might be the differentiator between these two teams. So I'm leaning with the under in this game, uh, Dylan. And also like the Reds. It also will be on Nick Lodolo's um, strikeout props in this game. Yeah, I love the strikeout props uh, until it comes out. They usually come out in the morning, but definitely going to eye that. This game was tough for me, you know, because I did make the Reds a short favorite, minus 105. But, you know, I, I had just haven't gotten to the window with anything just because it's hard for me to back the Reds right now. Three and seven, their last 10. They've lost six straight. I do like Nick Lodeau. I think he is a tad better than Nathan Eovaldi, but... It's just hard for me to back him when their offense ranks bottom bottom half in the league in most categories. So stay away from me, but maybe it's a wait and see if we're able to get a plus 105 or better with the Rangers come game time. I can see myself on the Rangers. Uh, As for the total, I do like the under, like you said. I set mine at 8.3. So like the under, and I also do like Nick Lodolo. As a side, I really couldn't uh, choose. Fair enough. Uh, All right, let's get over to the next game on the board. It's going to be, uh, let's go over to a American League matchup here. It's going to be a 7.07 Eastern start. Chicago White Sox, they are headed up north to the sixth to take on the Toronto Blue Jays. 
Uh, probable pitchers for this game, I'm seeing Lance Lynn uh, for the White Sox, and Chris Bassett gets a start for the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, money line right now, plus 145 for the White Sox and minus 170 for the home favorites here in the Blue Jays. Total is set at nine, a little bit of victory over at minus 115. Run line, minus one and a half, plus 115 for the Blue Jays and plus one and a half, minus 135 for the Chicago White Sox. Dylan, lead us off here, my man. Yeah, another uh, total for me. First five over or full game over nine, whatever you prefer. I, I made my total 9.8. Really stuck out to me getting a nine. Uh, minus 115, like you said. But uh, just going to fade both pitchers here in this one. I, I think I mentioned it the other day, but I feel like the only way to bet the White Sox are the over at this point. 12-6, yeah. three toward the over. You can't back them on the side. They're 2-8 and eight in their last 10. And Lance Lynn is just awful. They lose every start he makes, and he just gives up a ton of runs. He and the White Sox, are they're just an auto-fade right now. So can't blame Mal for being on the 14 days. He's probably profitable just fading them, to be honest. So okay. Chris Bassett, he's another guy. He just he gives up his fair share as well, a little inconsistent for my liking. So I think both offenses, they'll be able to put up some runs tomorrow. Over nine is a lovely play, and I also like first five over. Yeah, I'm with you. Um Blue Jays team total over. I think it's worth to look as well uh, within the first five full game over nine as well. I I'm not backing the White Sox here. I think this price is too heavy for me uh, for the Blue Jays as well. So minus 170 big price there, but I agree with you 100% about the over uh, first five over. Um, that's exactly what I wrote down as well. All right, Dylan, before we continue the conversation here, my man, let me get over to our next presenting sponsor. That's actually going to be the SGPN Merch Store. In honor of the NBA playoffs from now until the end of April, get 10% off of anything in the SGPN Merch Store when you use promo code SGPNBA. So head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and use the promo code SGPNBA for 10% off of everything in the merch store. A lot of great stuff in the merch store from coffee mugs to T-shirts, hoodies, hats. Um, It's a lot of novelty items as well. I know they launched the Mike Leach tribute shirt last Monday. Uh, So definitely uh, check it out in the SGPN merch store. Again, make sure to use promo code SGPNBA for that 10% off. All right, Dylan, let's keep it rolling here, my man. Uh, next game on the board, we're going to go to, let's go down to the ATL. 720 start, Miami Marlins and the Atlanta Braves, a NL East battle here. Uh, Edward Cabrera is going to get the start here for the Marlins um, and Spencer Strider on the mound for the Atlanta Braves. Currently seeing a 2-1 to one underdog price for the Miami Marlins and minus 240 for the Atlanta Braves. Total is set at eight. Uh, run line minus one and a half, minus one fifteen for the Braves, and plus one and a half, minus one hundred five for the Miami Marlins. Uh, Edward Cabrera so far this season, uh, he is one and one with a four point zero eight ERA, eighteen strikeouts. But the one area he has struggled in, like we've talked about a lot, is the walks. He has sixteen walks already uh, so far this this season. Uh, he's been consistent as far as giving up runs. I'll say that much. He's allowed at least two earned runs in each of his four starts so far this season. Uh, Marlins lost the fir- have lost uh, in the first five innings uh, in three of his four starts this season. Um, and he's also been um, against it's a small sample size against the Braves. I should say that this goes back to last season, uh, eight and two thirds innings pitch total against the Braves. 
uh, three earned runs, seven hits. Again, the walks are an issue for um, Edward Cabrera. Spencer Strider gets to start for the Atlanta Braves, like I mentioned, 2-0 with a 2.45 ERA, 36 strikeouts, 11 walks. Braves are 4-0 in his starts and uh, have scored at least five runs in all four starts for um, Strider when he makes those starts. Strider does not, have a lot of ha- does not have a lot of history against the Marlins. Last season, he did face him twice. It was just one inning. He did allow, uh, I believe it was three earned runs in those relief appearances. But he's also a great start so far this season. If the Braves are able to stay patient at the pra- uh, at the plate here, Dylan, I think that they can, again, draw the walks against Cabrera and really, you know, this lineup is one of the best in the National League, if not mm-hmm. the entire MLB. So I think they'll be able to get to Edward Cabrera here. Um, I am going to go with the Braves run line here. They are at home. Marlins are traveling from Cleveland down to Atlanta. And I think that Braves are just going to get their the just the nasty taste out of their mouth from getting swept by the Astros this weekend. So I think they take it out on the Marlins this weekend. So I think it starts here with Spencer Strider. I'll take the run line uh, with the Braves here, Dylan. Yeah, another total for me. I'll take a stab at the under eight. I set my total at 7.2. I like both pitchers. The one concern I do have with Cabrera is, you mentioned it, the walks. He did a better job in his last two starts. So if he can continue to keep that up, I I think we have a chance to stay under. But if he's wild like he was against the Mets and starts walking a ton of batters, we might be in trouble, and and it's good for you to spread for you. But Spencer Schreider, he's been great this season. He's actually been better on the road than at home. But, you know, I I do like him in this spot against the Marlins, who are dead under team 6-14-1 toward the under this season, including four of their last five. Uh, I think they get over the hump. I agree on the run line. You know, they've lost four in a row, got swept by the Astros. I think coming back home, I think it will help them. So uh, I, I do like the run line, but official play is the under eight for me. Yep. All right. Uh, next game on the board here, we have uh, the Detroit Tigers, 740 Eastern start. The Tigers, they are headed up north to take on the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, Matthew Boyd gets a start for the Tigers, and Colin Ray gets a start here for the Milwaukee Brewers. Minus 165 home favorites for the Brewers, plus 140 on the money line for the Detroit Tigers. Total set at eight and a half with a little bit of big towards the over at minus 115. Run line minus one and a half, plus 125 for the Brewers, and plus one and a half, minus 145 here for the Tigers. Um, like I mentioned, Boyd gets a start here for the Tigers, 0 1 on the season thus far. 4.50 ERA. He's made it to the fifth inning just once in his three starts for the Detroit Tigers. Another pitcher where Dylan um, walks are an issue for. Traditionally in Boyd's career, he's also struggled on the road. He's 17 and 36 with a 5.54 ERA in his career on the road. And the, since the 2020 season hasn't been much better. Four and seven, the ERA has been consistently bad. 5.28 on the road. Um, Colin Ray, like I mentioned, gets a start for the Brewers. He's won both of the starts so far uh, for the Brewers. He doesn't have a decision yet. Does have a 4.22 ERA. Did a little bit of trouble against the Mariners in Seattle in his last start where he allowed four earned runs in five innings. Another team that is traveling uh, from the East Coast to, I guess we could say the Central Zone here, Dylan, from Baltimore to Milwaukee. Um, I like the Brewers here, man. I think that obviously the price is a little bit out of range for me at minus 165. I'm not opposed to laying the minus one and a half at plus 125 either, but 
but I'm definitely going to back to, I think, what in my eyes is the better pitcher here, which is going to be Colin Ray for the Milwaukee Brewers, Dylan. Yeah, 100%. Maybe put him in a money line parlay, maybe first five minus a half. Uh, yeah. I, I took the Brewers today on the run line. They screwed me. I, yeah, I do I like that them. same play. I do like them plus one, uh, minus one and a half at plus one twenty five. I needed a plus one oh five to take him on the run line, so I do like that. But uh, you know, Tigers are just another one of those teams where you just can't back right now. They've lost three in a row. While Brewers, they're trending hot, uh, seven and four in their last eleven. They have a top ten offense. I'm not high on either pitcher. I do think Colin Ray is better, but. I, I don't know. I, I think he, Matt Boyd is just unbackable right now. The walks are just really a concern for me, and I think the Brewers are a good offense where they'll make they'll make him pay for it. They're the better team. They should win this game. So didn't really get it to the window with anything, but maybe a first five minus a half, depending on what the price is. But uh, for the show, I like the run line with you as well. You have a lot of pitchers that are on the schedule tomorrow that uh, walks are concerned for. Um, so maybe, again, if your book does offer those walks, it should probably. I know DraftKings yeah. uh, offers it. Uh, so definitely maybe something to explore tomorrow in and this And they're market. usually at uh, one and a half. So Yeah, it's unless it's like a, yeah. Yeah, like a pitcher that's like really bad, you, you're going to see the two and a halves. Um, but again, those are really weird. But I think the books have caught on to those pitchers that are just really bad with walks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you'll be able to get those one and a halves. I think you could, those are nice parlay pieces as well. Maybe some same game parlay pieces. Yeah. Uh, if you are a uh, SGP better. All right, uh, let's keep it rolling here, Dylan. 740 Eastern start. Next game on the board, we have the New York Yankees. They are headed to Minnesota to take on the uh, Minnesota Twins. See, Johnny Brito is going to get the start here for the New York Yankees. Sonny Gray gets the start for the Minnesota Twins. Yankees are the road underdog here, plus 110, uh, minus 130 uh, for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, total, I'm sorry, is at eight with a little bit of big towards the over at minus 115. Run line for the Twins, a minus one and a half, plus 160, and plus one and a half, minus 190 for the Yankees. Dylan, your absolute favorite team <sighs> in Minnesota. What are you yeah. thinking about this game? I gotta fade them. I'll take the I'll take the dog here. I made the Yankees a minus one ten favorite, so getting plus one ten. I think this is a great revenge spot for Johnny Brito and the Yankees. You know, just throw that one start he had out the window. His other three starts have been really good for the Yankees. They won all those starts as well. And don't get me wrong, Son, Sonny Gray's been amazing this year. Don't get me wrong, but I think some regression at some point has to come in for him. And, you know, I don't think it's been the best lineups that he's faced. I think the Yankees are a very good team. I think this offense could get to him on the road. I, I understand. I'm going to fade him. I, I trust a hotter team, which is the Yankees right now. They have a better lineup, and I think they could get to Gray. So I'll take the plus money here with the Yankees. I really like the under in this game. I think Yankees are one of the best teams towards the under yeah. uh, so far this season. Uh, I think they got shut out today by the Blue Jays, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, uh, one, but, uh, five to one. Oh, they scored one? Okay. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 you're right. I think at some point we should see Sonny Gray regress a little bit. Um, but I, I thought it would be last time against the Boston Red Sox where he does have a really good um, – or sorry, the Red Sox um, – traditionally in Sonny Gary's career have been able to get to him, but they weren't able to do that in his last start. So I'm not sure. I I don't think there's enough right now for this Yankees offense. I, their bottom of their lineup is just atrocious for me. It's really at the top of that lineup where it's Aaron Judge, 
uh anthony volpe i mean he's he's been pretty solid i know he had that go-ahead two-run shot i believe it was on saturday uh for yeah. the yankees but i think i do like the more under in this game I, I think that it's still cold temperatures in uh minnesota as well they played another under game today even though it was against patrick corbin so i think that kind of sticks out to me as well so I, i'm gonna go with the under in this game what did what would your total come out to in this game it was at 7.9. It was right at the number, right so the that's number. why I kind of stayed away. But I agree. They're, they're the best team towards the under. Them and the Marlins, 7-15, and 15, yeah. they're hitting it at 68%, and they have the number one bullpen. So yeah. I, I do like the under. If I, if you don't want to stay away from the side, I agree on the under. All right. Uh, next game on the board, let's go over to the West Coast. Three games left here. We've got the... Oakland A's, uh, 938 Eastern start um, between the Oakland A's and the LA Angels. AOS matchup here. Ken Wallachuk gets a start for the Oakland A's. Uh, Jose Suarez on the mound for the LA Angels. Uh, minus 210 favorites for the LA Angels hosting the Oakland A's. Plus 180 on the money line for the Oakland A's. Um, Total set at 9.5. Run line minus one and a half, minus one ten for the Angels, plus one and a half, minus one ten for the Oakland A's. Um, Ken Wallachek has been just one of the pitchers that I've been fading the heck out of Dylan. You're going to continue doing that here, or you uh, any chance for the Oakland A's here? I do like the Angels here on the run line minus one ten, but an, uh, another play I really like better than over. I I got it at a nine. It was at minus one twenty nine and a half. I still like the over as well. I set my line at nine point seven. It's just another situation where I think we got to fade both pitchers. Two pitchers who have an above seven fifty ERA. Yeah, the Angels are the better team. They should win it, but I can't trust Jose Suarez either. Both both pitchers should give up a decent amount of runs. Oakland is so bad. They're the best team towards the over fifteen and six towards the over eight and one toward the over on the road we have nine mile an hour winds blowing out of center field as well so i i think it could be ken Walderchuk getting blown up again so the angels could get the over themselves i think the a's could tack on even though they've been losing they've been still averaging about four to five runs a game so i think they could uh get some off uh suarez as well so i'm gonna go over nine and a half and i also do like angels run line at the angels run line uh for me all the way here uh I know Ken Wallachuk faced the Angels. I think it was his first start of the season, if I'm not mistaken. I'm trying to pull that up right now. Yeah. Uh, back on April 2nd, he went five and two thirds, allowed six earned runs in that game uh, to the Angels. He gave up nine hits, Dylan, and three of those hits were home runs by the Angels. And like you mentioned, the wind is blowing out in uh, LA tomorrow in Angel Stadium. I think that you're right. I could see a world where the Angels get ten by themselves. So I'm looking at the I'm looking at a stack again. I did this. Um, I think it was on Friday or Saturday for the Angels. Um, cashed on the run line, cashed uh, on their on their team totals as well. So I'm gonna get uh, behind the Angels here in, uh, every way that I can. I know Wallachuk had a great start in his last start against the Cubbies, but. It, I think this Angels team is really familiar with them, especially being in that same division. So uh, Angels minus one and a half for me all the way here as well. Uh, all right, next game on the board. Let's go over to a 940 Eastern star, the Kansas City Royals. They are going to be in Arizona. Um, don't see pitchers listed as far as a book that I'm looking at, but the pitchers that I handicapped, 
in this game was uh, Brad Keller and Tommy Henry. Is that what you had, Dylan? Yeah, that's what I had as well. All right, perfect. Um, so let me start here with Brad Keller. He's actually been possibly the best pitcher so far this season for the yeah. Royals. Uh, at least numbers wise, two and yeah. two so far this season with a uh, ERA right at three point zero zero, eighteen strikeouts, thirteen walks. Again, like I mentioned, when we talk about um, when these pitchers have about three to four walks, or sorry, three to four starts under their belts, and they're at ten plus walks, that's a concern for me. Um, he's allowed at least three walks and three of the four starts has uh, Brad Keller, um, and four, I think, yeah, three out of the four starts. Um, have seen a combined 10 or more runs in the starts that Brad Keller has given to the Kansas City Royals. He's actually been great in his two starts uh, on the road in specific against the Texas Rangers and the San Francisco Giants. The last two weeks, I know this is something I wanted to look at for the Arizona Diamondbacks is how they've done um, against right-handed pitching. Uh, so they're number four in team batting average against right-handed pitching, number 10 in OPS and number 13 in WRC+. Um, for the five wins so far this season, I think we've talked about this on Friday with myself and Malcolm, that Kansas City's four of the five wins have actually come on the road. They're like one in 12 or one in 13 at home so far this season. Uh, this is going to be Tommy Henry's first start of the season for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Last year, he was three and four with a 5.36 ERA. Um, there has been a minimum of nine runs scored in all of his starts last season. Uh, but I'm not sure I can trust Tommy Henry in his first start here. I know we're talking about the Royals here, but if there's one pitcher that I'm going to trust, I, it's probably going to be Brad Keller for me for the uh, uh, Kansas City Royals. I think this might be a game where we do see runs. Um, I'm going to lean with the over, or I do like the over. I will play the over. Um, and I, I slightly lean towards the Royals here, as crazy as that sounds here, Dylan. Yeah, this one was another tough one to choose, uh, especially a side on. My numbers did make the D-backs a minus 170 favorite. So at the current number, I feel like I have to back them. But like you said, this is Tommy's first start of the season. I kind of want to see him make a few starts before backing him. Yeah. And he wasn't the best at home last season either. And Brad Keller, like you said, he's been solid. If you're going to trust one pitcher on this Royals team, I think it has to be him. Uh I actually like the under. I made my total nine. Okay. Uh, Royals won't score too many runs. They have two today against the Angels. Yeah. And I think Keller will do a good job limiting the bat of uh, the bats of the snake. So nothing on the side. Maybe if the Roy- if if a lot of money steams in on the on the snakes, maybe I could get in on the Royals later. Yeah. But as of right now, I kind of lean towards the under 10 here. Yeah, I mean, this was one of the more like, yeah. I mean, do you really want to put your hard-earned money on the Royals? <laughs> And then, like like you mentioned, like we need to see some data from Tommy Henry before we can, you know, really handicap on how he's going to be doing this season. Because last season it wasn't very good for him, especially I think it was the tail end of the year where we were. I think he was just automatic fade material for the Arizona Diamondbacks because he just wasn't um, he just wasn't having a lot of success in the starts that he did have yeah. um, at that end of the 2020 season. So that's Noah's well, boy, right? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. So maybe next uh, in his next start, um, we'll ha- we'll see how he does in his first start here. Maybe uh, Noah has some more information on Tommy Henry. Yep. Uh, all right. I think last game of the board, uh, we had the St. Louis Cardinals. They are going to be in San Francisco to take on the Giants. I see Jordan Montgomery is going to get the start for the. 
um, St. Louis Cardinals, and I, I handicapped Alex Cobb. Is that what you have? Yeah, that's what I have. Perfect. Uh, he will get the start for the Giants. Uh, looking at the prices here, minus 125 for the St. Louis Cardinals, plus 105 for the San Francisco Giants. Total is set at eight with a little bit of big towards the over at minus 115. Run line minus one and a half, plus 135 for the St. Louis Cardinals and plus one and a half, minus 155 for the Giants. Um, Start with Jordan Montgomery here. Two and two on the season, 4.84 ERA, 19 strikeouts to five walks. Got off to a good start, but he did get into some trouble last in his last start against uh, the Arizona team that we just talked about. Uh, Montgomery has been great on the road since he actually joined the St. Louis Cardinals um, from the game keys in that trade. Um, and also what struck out, Giants are struggling against left-handed pitching this season. Over the last two weeks, they're number five in team strikeout percentage against left-handed pitching, number 21 in WRC+, plus, number 21 in team batting average. Uh, Alex Cobb, like I mentioned, he does get the start here for the uh, Giants. He's been pretty good, actually. I mean, despite an 0-1 record, he has a 2.79 ERA, 22 strikeouts, only three walks, I believe, for Alex Cobb. Um, he hasn't allowed more than two earned runs in any of the starts. He's pitched well uh, in San Francisco, but does uh, but he doesn't get the run support is what I really looked at when I was going through his game logs. Cobb did face the Cardinals once last season, five innings, three hits, two earned runs. Cardinals won that game three to two. Um, I'm going to go with the Cardinals here. I know the Giants are playing on Sunday night uh, baseball. It's not a travel situation for them, um, but the Cardinals, I think they're, they are in Seattle right now playing, so not a huge travel spot for them. I think I couldn't get away from the uh, the batting numbers that really stuck out to me for the Giants against left-handed pitching. So I think I think this might be a lower-scoring game. I, I I'm hoping this number gets pushed up to eight and a half where I can come on the under. Um, and Alex Cobb has been pretty solid. So like the under and I lean with the uh, St. Louis Cardinals in this game here, Dylan. Yeah, another one. Tough one to choose. Uh, I, I got an eight over. I kind of like that. I made my total 8.4. So it's right in the middle between what we both like. Uh, if I had to choose, I do like the Cardinals. I made them a minus 130 favorite. But usually we like to fade teams who play on Sunday Night Baseball. But like you said, they're staying home, don't have to travel. And the Cardinals, they're not really traveling that far either. I think they're just coming down the West Coast from Seattle. They are winning right now. Uh, the Giants bullpen is just so bad, and I think that's why I find myself on the over because I think when Alex Cobb gets out of the game, I think they could just blow it open, the Cardinals in this lineup. They have the better lineup, and I think they could score a few off of Cobb as well. You got winds blowing out into center field, so small lean towards the over, but I agree. I think we are getting a short price here on the Cardinals, which I still think, yeah, I think they're a buy-low team right now. They started out 8-13, and what, 13, and yeah. I think we're getting good prices on them, and I think the market hasn't adjusted. So minus one twenty-five, I do like the Cardinals here. Yeah, I think I don't. Um, I'm not sure if it's an advantage, but I I think that is an advantage when a team hasn't seen a pitcher. Uh, I think that just works in the favor of the pitcher, um, and maybe those you know maybe later yeah. when a a team sees or gets more tape. Um, on a picture that their team has faced, I think that's when they can make their adjustment. But I think at least in a first start for me, I feel like the, the starting pitcher has the more advantage o- over the team. So uh, I do like the Cardinal side here as well. I agree with you about that. Um, was that our last game, Dylan? Yes, sir. 11 games and we got through it in about 40 minutes. That's called efficiency. So <sighs> 
as we see, this is what happens when you don't have Mal on the pod who gives up the rails really fast. And then, you know, we got to get back on track and that's why it takes so long. So uh, if Mal is listening, this is look 40 minutes. We got through 11 games. Uh, all right, Dylan, let's close it out strong here. Let's get this week started off in the right foot. Let's give out some winners here to our listeners. Why don't you lead us off with your lock and dog for the Monday games? Yeah, Locke, I had mentioned it earlier, just jumped out of the page. I'm going to go over in the Red Sox and Orioles game and just kind of fade both pitchers. They're both awful. Uh, Chris Sale, Dean Kramer. Uh, I, I th- the over is 11-8 and eight with uh, the Orioles, 15-7 and seven towards Boston. We saw another over today against the Milwaukee Brewers. So love the over here. I think both pitchers are going to give up a lot of runs. Uh, and as for my dog, I didn't really like too much plus money, but uh, let's take the road fa- road puppy in the Yankees plus one ten. I, I I think this is a re- nice revenge spot for him, especially Johnny Brito, who he couldn't even get out of the first inning at Yankee Stadium. The Twins just hit; they went up and down the lineup on him. So. Yankees, they've won the other three of his starts. I think we're going to see some regression out of him, hopefully. If he doesn't, you know, shame on me. we got to continue to back Sonny Gray then. But I think the Yankees could get to him a little bit. So hoping for uh, some regression for Sonny Gray. Give me the Yankees as a dog. All right. Uh, All right, so for my lock, I am going to go with the LA Angels, minus one and a half, minus 110. Um, I'm just going to continue fading Ken Waldachuk here. Uh, I think I, I mentioned it that he had a start earlier this season against the LA Angels, where the Angels were absolutely just blasted him within those first couple of innings. Um, he allowed six earned runs, gave up three home runs in that game. Angels won that game six to nothing. Um, that was in Oakland. Now we're headed back here uh, to uh, LA. Um, for the Oakland A's here. And that was a game um, in the first start where Mike Trout homered, Shohei Otani homered. Um, so expect, obviously, both guys to be in the lineup. So, uh, And then again, uh, Jose Suarez last season faced this uh, A's team twice, um, and he shut them out in the two starts that he uh, pitched against them. I believe it was 12 innings that he went up against them in, in the last season. Uh, let me double check that here. Yeah, both in August of last season, 12 innings pitched. He allowed seven hits, zero earned runs against the uh, Oakland A's. So I'm going to continue fading the bad pitching. Give me the uh, LA Angels as my lock. For my dog, it's probably going to be another run line, run line play here. Um, it's a very, very small puppy, but I I, I already bet this. Cleveland Guardians, minus one and a half, plus 105. Uh, Cal Quantrill on the mound against the Rockies. Asked Austin, yeah, ask Gomber, I think we can say. Uh, Austin Gomber has been bad as well uh, for the Colorado Rockies. But I think that um, we talked about how bad the Rockies have been on the road. Austin Gomber has been atrocious as well. And I trust Cal Quantrill more in Cleveland. So, not a travel situation for the Cleveland Guardians, I don't believe, because they were at home this weekend. Um, God, who do they play this weekend? Was Miami. It the, they play the Marlins, right? Yeah, so they're at home. Not a huge travel situation. Small puppy, minus one and a half, plus 105 for the Cleveland Guardians are going to be my two plays for the Monday schedule. Love it, yeah. All right, man. 45 minutes, we get the job done here, uh, Dylan. Anything else we need to mention before we get out of here, buddy? 
Uh, no, just the usual. Uh, we, we got a few more reviews over the weekend, I think I saw. But uh, yeah, other oh, than that, yeah, I thought I thought so. Unless I'm well, we got some time here. Let me, uh, let me see here. Oh, that's not the right one. Podcast reviews. Let's see. I think I did see some come across. I'm trying to pull it up here. Um, so the last one we got was from yeah tex watson actually we got two that came in so tex watson leaves us a five-star review and he says another high quality pod from sgpn mlp gambling pod is yet another high quality pod from sgpn displaying their diverse array of handicappers funny and informative just like the college experience nba tennis and all the other top tier shows they have to offer thank you yeah thank you tex watson that's a very very nice review and then we got um, another one from uh, Mickey MA nineteen eighty three. Oh, this is our friend from Australia, our, our, our friend Michael. Oh, yeah. I think um, he leaves us a five star review as well, and he says very informative show. A must listen for baseball fans and betters. Very informative and a great way to get ahead of the game. So, Michael, yeah, he's one of our uh, regulars now. He pops yep. in every time we go, at least during the um, during uh, the week. yeah during the week. He pops in, but. He joins the conversation. So, Michael, man, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for leaving us a review. Uh, well, Pod has gone international. I'm not talking about Newcastle upon time, but we've gone over <laughs> to <laughs> we've gone over to uh, uh, Australia now. So, thank you guys so much, man. I appreciate it. I messaged Mal this morning because um, I saw the Newcastle score. Like when I went, I woke up this morning. I went to use a restroom, and I, I bet the over on the game for Newcastle and uh, and Spurs game. I just checked the score and I kind of had to scratch my eyes to make sure I read the right score because it was five nothing. Who? Uh, Newcastle. They were. Oh, they scored wow. like three, Yeah, they scored three goals. I think within like the first eight minutes, if I'm not mistaken. So they're they're a pretty good team. Yeah. Well, either that or the Spurs just suck. <laughs> but we'll get more information from uh, Mal maybe tomorrow because, and then he just, he goes on to send me a selfie of himself with the field oh, in the back. I was like, that's God. not what I want to see right no. now. Is he with his friends from the casino? I'm not. I don't know. I think he has season tickets. I think he takes his uh, kids with them. I'm not sure, but uh, we can find out tomorrow when he's on the pod. Nice millionaires, you know, they got season tickets to everything. Yeah, I mean, the the, the guy's just an animal. What can we say? Yeah. Uh, all right, that's gonna do it for this edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast. For the Monday show, uh, make sure to follow Dylan on Twitter at Rock with two Ks twenty four. You can follow me on Twitter at Sports Nerd eight two four. More importantly, uh, make sure to follow the MLB Gambling Podcast account on Twitter at MLB SGPN, uh, and then make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel for the uh, MLB Gambling Podcast. Uh, you'll guys, or when you do subscribe, you'll get that notification of when we do go live every single day. All right, we'll be back uh, on Monday around 5 p.m. Eastern. You know, guys, knows how we do it, the regular time in some form or fashion. Till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.